Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Today, Tammy and I are interviewing my teammate, the TikTok queen, my favorite friend to eat with, and arguably the funniest person on the USA 7s team. Welcome to the show, Elona Mar. Kirsch, I'm crying. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. I really put a lot of thought into that for you. Send me that script afterwards. Hot damn. Um, yeah, I'm here. I'm so excited to be here. I was just, Nick and I were just talking about like this blood, sweat and beers is such a great name for your podcast and for what you do. I'm like, that is cursed. That fits her perfectly. Yeah, I thought so too. I was like, Tammy came up with it, but I was like, it's a pretty good title for a podcast. It's kind of funny because on our team, everyone just thinks Kirsch is obsessed with beer. They are just like, Kirsch, Bud Light runs through Kirsch's veins. She loves it. it just because she's like Boston, I think is what it is. You drink beer on occasion. But I mean, that's our uh, that's what we think of you, I guess. I know. I like war. Uh, so the gym I used to train at in Boston is called Flight. And so every time I wear it, they think it just says light. So like it kind of looks like the Bud Light logo. So even like... Jackie, our dietitian, is always like, how many beers are you drinking? I'm like, not any. Like, I'm not drinking. I don't know why everyone thinks that I have, like, an obsession with beer. I mean, I like to drink beer. And I've definitely had Tammy shotgun a beer on this show before. But I don't know where it comes from. You shotgunned a beer? Oh, yeah. I was crushed. Let me tell you, the first couple of episodes, because she's like, I am an absolute beast. And I'm like, oh, you can teach me. <laughs> we absolutely did. I'm, I'm still like on a, a couple swallows and she's done. I it mean, was, that's, that's just pure talent good. right there. Like you think she's good at rugby, but actually her real talent is shotgunning beers. Yeah. yeah. Let me I tell you, say- it's one hell of a party trick to have. <laughs> now, do, where, where are you from, Tammy, though? So I'm from Johannesburg, South Africa. Originally. Okay. Do they shotgun there? Do they shotgun in South Africa? Shotgun beers? Uh, n- not like they do with the U.S. women's rugby team. Well, yeah. I mean, no, Tammy, not many people do. Yeah. Tammy, just wait until we have uh, Casey McCravey on here because she is the absolute queen. Yeah. She meets me every yeah. time. Okay. So I- I'll-, I'll say this because you are not drinking beers right now for the next 90 odd days. I will go head to head with her and I'll shotgun a beer. I'll bring that back. Yeah, perfect. I mean, for me, when I shotgun, it's like, when I shotgun, it's just all of it is pretty much pouring out of the beer can. Um, But like, it's just a fun thing. Yeah, like, you know, when you tip it over and I probably tip it and then it all falls out. But I'm just there for the enjoyment. Like, I I don't actually like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it went everywhere. It sprayed mm-hmm. the walls. It was on the floor. It was still sticky for months later. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I need to do this outside. Yeah, yeah. It probably wasn't probably wasn't our best idea to do it like while recording inside. Yeah, probably wasn't our. Yeah, not our smartest moment. But anyway, moving past our beer discussion, um, how you feeling, Lo? We're getting kind of close to the summer. How you feeling? I mean, I'm good. I'm. It's been a tough couple weeks already of training, and uh, definitely the load has just increased dramatically. Um, which I don't think we we haven't had this sort of training in a while because you know we came back from winter break and it was we had some good weeks of training, but then we went to Spain and that meant a lot of deload, and I got injured, and then we went we came back from Spain, had a week off, and then we had a couple weeks of training, but then we went to Dubai, so we haven't actually had a hard training block. So it, it though it freaking sucks to run this much. It's 
felt really good to get back into it and feel like, okay, we're really prepping now. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm feeling good. I feel like there's still a long way to go and I want to get to like a, a certain fitness level, a certain, you know, have the ability kind of like you to just run and chase people down. I mean, curse will literally, if, even if the person is going to score, like hundred percent curse will chase them down. Whereas I'm like, I'm, I'm setting back up. I, I got to conserve this energy. So I need to be more like curse in that. Yeah. That's what, a little bit where my, oh, she doesn't let up, but you never know what's going to happen. I mean, we saw that video the other day of, uh, I forget who it was, but like somebody just getting absolutely wrecked in the try zone before they could put the ball down. And I was like, that's my goal someday is to just hit somebody when they don't know I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think, Martin on the men's team. But that That's a quote that I'd like. Hit someone when they don't know I'm coming. Yeah. I'd, I'd like that in a, a gold plug, please. I'll put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. Goals. Goals. Yeah, but no, I mean, it was uh, – so when we came back from Dubai, like, we had a whole, like, team meeting that was, like, what do we need to improve on? And, like, we all said fitness. And I feel like it was a really tough moment where it's, like, we're all kind of writing our death sentence here. But we know in the long term it's, like, what we need. But it still sucked. Yeah. It still hurt a little bit to, like, know, that like, what we, what we were, like, signing up for and what we were, like, yeah. asking for. Yeah, and I think, you know, Brownie is an amazing rugby coach, but he is also – an amazing conditioning coach. Okay. I mean, he might, might even better than his rugby coaching. So, I mean, it's like you hate, I hate saying conditioning, yeah. but it's like, that's what I need. I'm like, oh, would I rather do like skills all day? Yes. But I also need to run more. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do I really want to have a 45 minute conditioning session scheduled on Friday afternoon? No. But do I know I probably need it? Yes. It's just, but what's so great is that our coaches are so good at like managing us because I think on Friday, this last Friday, I mean, they've been putting it through us and I know my, this was hurt and this was hurt and people's this. So they're like, okay, they, they want us, they're not going to just punt it, like push us yeah. to the, the breaking point. They are going to get us almost there. Like not, not even not to it, but then pull off a little bit. So we did like off feet conditioning and then we got cookies afterwards. So yeah. that I mean, that was a win for me, honestly. We were, like, we were like getting ready to get on, like, all the, like, off conditioning tools. And Lowe's like, just do it for the cookies, guys. Just do it for the cookies. And I was like, that is so my vibe. I was like, I'm here for that. Well, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, guys, we get cookies afterwards. Also, we're preparing for the Olympics, but mostly cookies. We get cookies today. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just stay in present in the moment is what I focus just, on, really. You know. It's all worth it if you get cookies at the end, I think. Yeah. Well, actually, we were just reminiscing when we were walking to the field the other day of your first tournament. In We were, like, passing by the field that Kirsch played her first ever sevens oh, game yeah. at. And it was just, like, wild. Like, I played in that tournament, too. What was it? Almost three years ago now. And uh, we were like, oh, look at look at she's never played before this soccer player. And I at first – it was just kind of weird because you sometimes won't have a relationship with somebody. And then look at us now, teammates, friends – I mean, at that tournament, I was just like, who is this? Who this girl who coming in, never playing, and she's scoring tries? <laughs> who is this? And um, and then it's just kind of cool to see how far we've come and that we're now training for the Olympics together. I know. Yeah, it's like, it's insane. Like, every time I think about it, like, yeah, that was like such a crazy moment. Like, they had relined that field, and I hadn't seen it lined as a rugby field, I think, since that tournament. And so I mm -hmm. saw that, and I was like, holy crap. It was just like, so much has changed, and like, 
I was, I remember being there. I was like, I was telling you the story that like I got into the tri zone and I like, I, you know, I was that person that got hit before I put the ball down because I didn't like realize that I had to like put it down or that somebody would still come hit me. And I was like that. So like, I learned that lesson quite early on. Mm -hmm. I got hit in the tri zone. I knocked the ball on and I did, I did my AC joint in my shoulder and I was like, wow, you know, that's a lesson I'll never forget. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. You know, I can't believe I just admitted that. Ooh, <laughs> but now, you know, it's just my life lifelong goal of revenge to do it to somebody else, you know? So yeah. Perfect. Inspiration comes from I'm getting all t shirts printed. You know? T shirts yeah. printed with that quotes and your pictures on, on all these shirts. I'm gonna sell them. I, I like it. Yeah, I think, you know, it might sell. It might sell. I, I'd buy one. All our teammates are coming out with these dope shirts. You're going to make me go broke, though. I'm like, Chris, you got another shirt? Okay. Yeah, I know. Wait, right? what? No, you got a new line out? Okay. I will say. Wait, where I do think- we get these shirts? Where do we find these shirts? Um, Check their Instagrams. Yeah. And then you go to, like, their little shops and stuff, and it's, like, it's hard being a supportive friend, I'll yeah. tell you that. I will say, though, I do think that our team is really great at, like, supporting each other on, like, all the different endeavors, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty awesome. Like, I feel like everyone has a Naya shirt. I think I actually have two of them because I, like, bought one, and, she, and then we went home for, like, once, like, the postponement happened, we went home, and I didn't bring it with me. And she was like, hey, can I like, can I get a picture of you in the shirt? And I was like, yeah, but I got to buy another one. So just send me another one. <laughs> so I was like, I have two Nyan Fire shirts now. But I think like in general, our team is like really good about like just like supporting the crap out of each other. Yo, women supporting other women. That's my favorite thing. Oh, mm. yeah. I know it's it's we're, we're special. We'll group. do such a great job of that and really share so much of it so genuinely and authentically it really comes through and it's it's so so refreshing to see and it's Mm -hmm. done in such a great way that it's just real that's who you are and it's phenomenal it's so great not only for other women that are playing sports but little girls as well but also boys and guys Mm -hmm. that are in sports and know that they are there to respect women and um you know in share in their successes and what they're doing as well it's so awesome to see what you do yeah. with that yeah thank you yeah thank you i know right you put that so eloquently yeah i couldn't have Let's... done that <laughs> when you put it that way yeah we're awesome tammy we are just yeah i mean <laughs> pretty much we are incomparable like that's that's true <laughs> yeah okay well speaking of my first rugby tournament Let's throw it back. When did you first get into rugby? Um, I got into rugby my senior year of high school, actually. I think like you, kind of, we were just natural born athletes. Like we just played throughout. You were a soccer, basketball, lacrosse player? Yes. I was a a field hockey, basketball, softball player in high school. So I played all these varsity sports. And then um, my senior year, I was like, man, I am kind of done with softball. And my dad's a big rugby guy, and so I was like, he he wanted me to do something, so I went and tried out for, like, a local rugby club. I remember my first practice, as a varsity athlete, if the practice is at 3, you have your boots on at 2.45, ready to go. 100%. So I, I get there at, like, 2.45, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, what? It, that I call my dad, I'm like, Dad, yo, was it, it, do I have the wrong time? What's happening? And he's like, no, 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 just wait. And so people just start trickling in. And so it was just such a change up from like varsity sports to now club. Yeah. And club club is getting a different, is changing in the U.S. for sure. But when I was there, I was like, what the heck? And so they were just print walking in like at three. And so I think a lot of it, I did club 
kind of figured out in my first game. I was like, wait a second. I tra- scored a try, made a couple tackles, and I was like, wait a second. I think I, I'm pretty good at this. Like, it almost just clicked scoring my first try. And I think people, even the, the parents in the sidelines were like, to my dad, hey, she's pretty good. Who is this girl? Yeah. yeah. And so I actually got then selected to do high school, like, All-Americans. And went out from, to do... Just from starting club, like, pretty soon right after? Uh, Yeah. And then I think I might have, like, went to a tournament somewhere with my club team that kind of showed me off. Because, I mean, you know, at, like, at this level, at that level that I was playing at, I could run through anybody. Um, so it like was able to really show out. And then I went to high school Americans and like was trying to figure it out. And I was like, why am I here? I don't understand half this. Um, and then I kind of made the late decision, honestly, to continue playing in college. I was going to go to UVM and hopefully play field hockey or try to do something else, but it was so close to home and I just like didn't want to be in Burlington again. So I went to Norwich university and made the late decision and continued playing rugby and then transferred to Quinnipiac university and played rugby there as well. And I mean, I think I think it was the best decision I've ever made just trying out this sport. And I think even though my old softball coaches were pissed because I was the only <laughs> pitcher and I quit, they are like, "Well, you've I." It was what was meant to be, honestly. Like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, I've talked about it on here before, and like I talked about it with Nick too. Like we all grew up playing all these sports, and it's like kind of really cool how rugby like ends up being like the perfect combination of like all the sports we played growing up. You know. Yeah, it's it's so true. Like I think um, hand hand eye coordination a lot with basketball, um, even like that vision. Like you see it with Steph Ravetti, like the way that she's able to pass and to to get into spaces, and she just moves like a basketball player. And then I think a lot of field vision is that um, field hockey, and then softball. I think helped me just with maybe the finesse more, um, just a little power and like. The little skill movement so everything just led to being rug, rugby is an is a sport for athletes but also like athletes who have come from other sports and who know how to play and for people who aren't afraid of contact I think that's a pretty big yeah. one that like is one of those things it's like you can throw an athlete into rugby but if they're afraid of getting hit they will not survive so it's like yeah, you yeah you, that- you're not you're not putting a tennis player or a golfer on a rugby pitch no, no. You got to have that like screw no. loose, you know, where you're like, mm. no, yeah, contact. Yeah, contact's really fun. Just a scoosh, yeah. just a little screw. Just a little for sure. bit. Yeah. Um, but so did you grow up watching rugby or anything? Because you said your dad's a rugby guy, right? Yeah. My dad's been playing like rugby for f- like 40 years now. Yeah, 40 years now. He started in, in college and I didn't grow up playing rugby. I played some some like flag like once and I remember like a boys and girls club gym. Yeah. And I would go to his rugby tournaments, and, like, one thing I remember is just, you know what, rugby ga- club rugby games, just a lot of dudes, a lot of times they take their shirts off, sometimes they're yeah. fully naked. And so I'd just be a little kid there, and then I just remember one time my sisters and I were, like, you know, playing around, and we, like, go, like, there's tents everywhere, so we go underneath this tent, and there was all these naked men, and we're, like, <gasps> like, close it up and, like, walk out. I was, like, that's just the classic club rugby experience, like, beers, naked men, they're peeing everywhere. So that's what I remember from rugby. And I would go and watch some of my da- dad's games. He would ref a lot of games at, like, St. Michael's College for the women. And so I would go, like, look at those, but never fully understood it. I went to a camp once, and and I never played, didn't even plan on playing. And the guy was there was like, hey, Lowe's pre- was pretty good. Like, okay, interesting. But I didn't play for a couple years after that. So I'd grown up around it, but honestly, it wasn't until I started playing. And then it was great because I had this 
resource with me who could right. teach me everything. And I could talk to him about, I'm like, okay, so what could I do? And he taught me like little tricks. Like one of the first tricks I learned was I saw in a game that a girl got tackled. She released the ball. She picked it up and kept running. And I was like, well, I want to do that too. So I, I did it one game and all the parents on the sideline were like, wait a minute, is that legal? Can she do that? And my dad was like, yep. yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I know like, uh, I think it was uh, Langford. So I think it was probably like the third tournament I'd played in, but it was the first tournament my dad came to. And uh, he was so excited to sit with your dad in the stands because he was like, I learned so much more about the game. Mm-hmm. You know, because like my dad come in, he had never really watched rugby and he was like, he was like, Lowe's dad knows everything. And like, he was just, like, your dad was just like talking him through like the rules and like teaching him like everything about it. And he was like, that was like the best experience. So like, it's gotta be so great to have that. Like, yeah, I think it's also been really great for my dad too. Like, I think one of the reasons I've played and continue playing, cause it's just, it's been fun to have him come to the games and like have him give him something to talk about. And he loves like he doesn't think rugby sevens is real rugby, which okay, whatever oh, you oldie. What? Because he thinks fifteens <laughs> is the real rugby. So if you got you got these oldies and they think the fifteens, old man, I'm just kidding. Love you, dad. Um, <laughs> they think the fifteens is real rugby, but he loves coming to the rugby sevens tournaments. Like he beer in his hand, like just watching rugby all day long. Like that is his goal. And then you know I come out there and he gets to so excited. I guess my mom tells a story of in the World Cup. I score a try against Russia. That was like the big thing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of set the game that we won it. It like gave us that lead and we were good. And I mean, the whole, it was in America. It was in San Francisco and the whole stadium was going wild. And my dad was just, the look on his face, I guess, was just that of immense pride. And he like, you know, had tears in his eyes because of what I just done. So that was, that's something I always remember. That's amazing. I'm going to like cry. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I've got like serious you. goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I act really super cool and nonchalant after that try, but actually, I was like, <laughs> I bet. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, though. Yeah, I was like, he's got to be so amped that one of his kids like picked it up and just is now playing at the elite, elite level of it. Yeah, Even I don't, I, it's, it's so wild how that happened. Yeah. I right. was like, you know, it's just funny that this, this sport is his first love. Like, he, he freaking refs it. He coaches it. He reads the rule book, law book, every year it comes out. So every year, just for like light reading, he's reading up on the rules. You can ask him anything about 15s and he'll ha- he'll look through the law book on it. So that's just right. Like he loves it. That's amazing. He hasn't, has he come around at all on sevens being like legitimate rugby or is he just still he, always You know, like- he still thinks that he's like... <laughs> It's just funny. He, he thinks it's real rugby, but just to make a joke, you know, he's like, well, you know, when you, you got to go play some real rugby, some 15s, but yeah. because I mean, I can understand it's like such a weird fast paced game and 15s is how yeah. people have always been doing it. But I think sevens is just a great spectator game as well. And oh, I think, 100%, yeah. I think if people could just get in the stadium uh, for a sevens tournament and see the fun it is. I mean, I haven't had many opportunities to be in the, yeah. the fans, the stadium, but I've been for a couple of the men's, and I mean, it could just explode. Yeah, oh, it is insane. I'll, as a fan and a non-rugby player, Sevens is absolutely electric. You don't even need to know anything about the game. You can never have watched rugby in your life before or even know it's a sport, and you get out there, and it is incredible the stands everyone's just having a party out there 
Yeah. Seriously, it is the ultimate fan experience in sport. And I love it. It's 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 wild. You know, it's like mm-hmm. bring anything that makes the loudest noise look ridiculous mm-hmm. and just have the time of your life. It's so fun. Yeah, I also think it's like really great for the attention span too, you know, because I think sometimes with 15s, like if not, if it's just like a game where it's a lot of kicking and there's not a lot of scoring or like something like that, it can, it can get like, if you don't know like the ins and out of it, it can get kind of like slow to watch. Yeah. Sevens is like the whole time, like sprinting, like 14 minutes, like it's just so great for like the, especially the American attention span. Like I really think like if we could get it seen by more people, like people would be all about it. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. So is your dad like super pumped that you you might play 15s too? I think he is really excited about it because I've been like, well, you know, I have this opportunity here. He's like, okay, all right, but think about it. You could go to New Zealand and play in the 15th World Cup. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is just... He he loves it. And I think... And I, I do want to try out fifth, more 15s. I mean, that's how I started. I didn't play really sevens until after college, kind of. Oh, right. Yeah, because most college rugby is 15s. Yeah. Yeah. My freshman year, we ha- played a lot of sevens tournaments. And then, but then at Quinnipiac, I only did two spring seasons of like three tournaments of seven. So I started playing 15s and you, we went to that uh, tournament in Colorado. We played against each other this past fall. And it's it's a, an interest, It's a different game, too. So it's kind of interesting to get back into your roots and like figure it out again. Yeah. Do you think you love sevens though? Like, have you come around fully love sevens? It's so tough. People ask me that to me, they're just such different games. I think like I love sevens right now. And I, I do think I kind of like it more, but it's so funny. I was talking to Sui the other day after our conditioning on Friday and I was like, some days I don't know if sevens are for me because picking 200 pounds up off the ground multiple times (laughs) is not fun. Yeah. All right. And then Sui was like, you're doing it for the big girls, Lo. I'm like, you're right. I'm showing the big girls you can play sevens because this sport is hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't think people understand, like, how hard and, like, we have to be conditioned to be able to play sevens. But, like, oh man, it's something else. I really do be telling – I'm like uh, – sometimes we're doing five-meter up-downs, and I'm like, I got 50 pounds on all these girls. But I'm allowed to be slower, and then I'm like, no, you can't, Lo. Work harder. Work harder. Do more. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually reminds me. So I listened to all of your Leo's Den podcasts <laughs> yeah. in order to prepare for this because of who I am as a person. I just um, see you sitting in your room like, hmm, like listening <laughs> to all of it. Oh, absolutely. I get a, an intro this morning. It's like, good morning. And then it stops. I'm like, what could this be this morning? <laughs> and it's like, I have listened to every single podcast. I've watched every single TikTok. Yes, I'm I like. Did. Yeah, me too. I, I watch every TikTok. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. is unmatched in every area of your life, Kush. So please, she, yeah, take this away. Kind of crazy. I know, I know. <laughs> but the point was, I listened to the body confidence episode, and I thought it was incredible. You guys had such an amazing conversation about like your process of like becoming confident in your body, and like how like how emphatically you talk about being a big girl. I feel like that had to have come like that had to have been a process for you to like get to that point. And I thought that was a really cool thing to hear. And I think like, especially like in the rugby sevens world, I think like 
you know, it's incredibly powerful that you are a big girl who can move fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, I, it was a great episode with Nia and I, because Nia and I are both pretty big individuals and it took me a while to be confident, I guess, in this body that I've been, it's so, I mean, this body is an amazing, an athlete. Um, I was always top athlete in all the sports I played, always one of the best finishers in long distance races. And then I just still never understood why my body looked this way. I was like, you know, talk to my mom, talk to the doctor. I was like, why is it that I can finish first in a long distance race, but I'm like this. And so it's just kind of taken me years to figure out. I was like, this is literally your body was, this is how your body is. It's your one body. And it allows you to do so much. And I mean, there are times again, when I'm still like, I still get self-conscious. I mean, because I'm now on TikTok and I've been doing a lot on TikTok, it's, it's wild. The, the trolls that just want to be very hurtful and very mean and, um, call me a man, call me, you know, big and misgender me. So it's just, to me, it's like, it's not hurting me as much, but it's, if people are saying this to the other young girls and that's what is making me mad because you say it to me, I'm confident in myself, but I still have those doubts as well, but they're saying it to other young girls who haven't found that confidence yet. And so I think for me, it's now become like sharing, sharing stuff on social media that isn't perfect. Like my post from Friday, we did a, a conditioning circuit and I don't look like, I don't have a six pack and I have some roles like just showing that athletes can come in any body type, um, has been really a fun process. And I think it's gotten a lot of love. Um, yeah. And then just showing that I think I'm the biggest I'm the biggest woman on the circuit now out of all the countries I weigh the most. I, I don't I'm not the tallest, but I weigh the most. Um, and just showing what your body can do. Like there isn't one set athletic body type. Yeah. Anyone can be an athlete. Yeah. I think for me, too, like because, you know, like I was a soccer player and I do not look like a soccer player. So like mm-hmm. that was a real that like I had hard times with that, too. Like I was like, I don't look like a soccer player. Like I can play soccer well and like I can hang on the field but like I don't look like a typical soccer player so like I always felt big on the soccer field yeah and I think like I think rugby has been really great for that just like you know between sevens and fifteens it's like you know there's there is a place for everyone and I think that is an incredible part about rugby but I also think just yeah like like you said like that realization of like what your body can do for you and like what your body can accomplish, I think is, has been really huge for me in terms of like the body confidence, like, you know, like, you know, I'm never going to be that's like that small. Never, never. Like for my height, I'm a pretty big kid too. Like I'm never going to be that small. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, but on the rugby field, I'm like, that's a, that's an asset. I'm like, I'm hard to fucking tackle. Yeah, <laughs> and I think yeah. that that's like, that was a really empowering thing for me. And I think, rugby brings that to a lot of people which is really cool yeah i would yeah, I suggest think- anyone getting into rugby if they have that body confidence issue yeah and i think what you shared with just so many of these body confidence posts that you've done though is it's really incredible it's not just for athletes and what you've done i think for a lot of non-athletes that stumble upon your posts and your videos it's you know we get a laugh out of it i love you know your two teammates behind you with like absolutely ripped abs you're like <laughs> doing it for them so, so they can stand out more. And you know what? 
This extends beyond sports. It goes to moms that have just birthed a human and have all the societal pressure that they need to bounce back immediately and Mm -hmm. look incredible. But listen, we've just, you know, they've just had a a child. Um, Take it easy on yourself. It's for young girls that are trying to fit into the world of, hey, I don't need to look like Vogue. I don't need to look like this hot TikTok superstar or hey, it's for women who are coming out of college or go or have their first year in the real world that have no idea what to do. And I think it goes beyond sport. And what you're doing as someone who has a voice and putting it out there and are so confident, it is super inspirational. And it takes some time to actually get to that point. But even just for someone who's like hitting their 30s or it's not as easy as it once was, I'm like damn okay you know embrace it your body can do hard things and it's not just physical stuff it's like your brain Mm -hmm. and it's how you can also fuel your brain and your body to wake up in the morning and do the workout that's good for you and it's not always at that olympic level or that national team level but hey you're a badass you are doing what's best for you hang in there and it's inspirational so please keep doing thank you and i think it's almost like um pay it forward like a a effect uh, because naya i mean on the podcast naya got confident in like middle school and i was like are you kidding me what the heck but because naya's had this confidence she brings she then people see it and she then helps other people be confident so it's like Mm -hmm. she's helped me be confident and now i'm gonna help try to help other people be confident so it's like um just do whatever you can because I think we're we're affecting so many more than we realize. Yeah, no, um, I totally absolutely agree. without even yeah. knowing. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I mean, Naya, yeah, Naya's confidence is like infectious. Like you cannot like it's amazing. Like amazing. you can't be around her and not feel like, wow, like damn, like she's confident. Like that makes me feel more confident. And I think you're the same way. Like you give Naya a lot of credit, but you are definitely the same way. I, I think it's been, you know, it's definitely been, she's helped me a lot. And so um, I just try to help as, mother, as as many others as I can because I've seen the effect, so. Yeah, which is, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. It also, like, makes me, like I said, you're my favorite teammate to eat with. And I think that that also comes with, like, I think we have kind of similar thoughts on, like, uh, you know, like everything in moderation mm-hmm. or, like, um i think like not believing in cheat meals because yeah um yeah so tammy so we actually have this uh we call it um the girls who eat club (laughs) yeah oh i love this (laughs) Um, currently it's only three members it's me kirsch and casey because we will literally eat anything whenever if someone says they want burgers the other two have to be like all right let's go yeah and it's like my favorite you need that yeah but I just think it like, I just think that that's like really awesome because I think it part of it is like, it is like that idea of like my body can do incredible things and I don't have to like I don't have to starve it. It's like I have mm-hmm. to feed it and fuel it in like the best like, in the way that it needs to be fed and fueled. And like I know for myself, I'm like if I tell myself I can't have burgers, it's the only thing I'm going to think. Yeah, about for sure. For like. As long as I say I can't have it. <laughs> and I think, so, like, athletes, too, are told, like, are, you have, there's this idea that athletes don't eat burgers. They don't eat this. They're so strict. And so also kind of changing that narrative because 
we work very hard, but also we want to enjoy life and we want to have a burger on occasion. And we're not just eating chicken and vegetables all the time. Like if I want to, I work hard, I can have a brownie Sunday, which is one of Kirsch's things. Yes, She's it is. <laughs> a brownie Sunday. So I think that I even had that idea like, oh, once I'm a pro athlete, I need to fuck, you know, really start sharpening it up. And I'm like, no, I, I, I am strict on some things, but also I like, I like to have fun. So. Yeah. And I think like, it's so important for my brain too. like, you know, like I, like I eat pretty well during the week, but like having like one, one meal with friends where I'm like, no, I'm going to have a burger on Fridays mm-hmm. and it's like going to be like the highlight of my week because it's like, you know, the company and just like getting to eat a burger. It's like, it's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. being around those people that enjoy it with you and I think that's so important as well, not to lose sight of that. Um, if you, I've got a question for both of you then. If you could put, and I think it might be a brownie Sunday for you, Kush, but what is one meal you could absolutely put down? For me, it's beer and chicken wings. Like okay. all day, I'm like, I'll do that. Um, well, we go to this burger place that we keep saying we're going to try it in the burger place. And then we keep going to the same burger place. Cause it's so good. Uh, I, sometimes we get two burgers, Yeah. but I honestly, I put down whatever my mom makes. I will house. Um, so I guess it's usually like she makes great sauces and then with a potato or something like that. And then, uh, I love tiramisu and I could just give me a container of that and I will shove it in my pie hole. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> Tammy Lowe's mom was out here for she was visiting you for like a week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I got invited over, and her mom was making dinner, and it was amazing. And all like I was just like, wow, I am so jealous that like you grew up with like that amazing of a cook. Yeah, but well, hence why how big I grew. <laughs> I drank milk like it was water <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> We love milk. We love milk. We love we love milk. Especially in our coffee. <laughs> yes. We love milk. <laughs> um but I think I think mine might be burgers, honestly. Like I think for my birthday this year, I was like, I want a burger, I want fries, and I want a milkshake. And like that is like that is like my death row meal. That is like my favorite meal. That is like the meal that I'm going to put down anytime it's put in front of me. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. You just can't go wrong, really. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just can't go wrong. <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking about burgers. Um, okay. Yeah. But, uh, no, okay. Do you Let's, have any... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask, do you have any sort of, like... Because I know Kirsch is very specific about her match day sort of meals. Do you have anything, like, weird other teas that you've got to eat or you have some snacks with you? Do you carry snacks or do you get hangry? I actually don't do anything like that. Um, I just kind of, I've always been, I just eat what's ever there. Like I'll eat anything. So I never really have a problem on tour with eating because I'll eat whatever they put in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, on match days, it's pretty like the similar. They'll usually always have eggs, toast, um, sometimes maybe oatmeal yogurt maybe and then during the matches like it it's interesting because we play such a you got to get up you got to get down so yeah there's a lot of times during the day where i'm not too hungry on match days but it is like forcing yourself to have some pretzels have some beef jerky. i do like i love pretzels on match days yeah, love pretzels yeah just 
munching on those bad boys. And then um, I do love like gummies that give you energy and I'll eat those beforehand, but nothing specific. No, I, the only, I don't have any like game day rituals. The only thing I do is before kickoffs, uh, I'll do two jumps in the air and that's it. That's your thing. That's my thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, game days are the days where I'm the weirdest about what I eat, for sure. I'm working on it. But yeah, I mean, just peanut butter, banana, you know, just the classic go-to. Can't go wrong. Classic. Classic go-to. Yeah. No, but okay. So speaking of food, if I'm not wrong, I'm going to get into TikTok now. But one of your most viral TikToks was about food, was it not? You know what? I yes because <laughs> it was like uh, it was a sound and it's where you know oh I'm so full I, I couldn't eat anymore and then I can be so full and I will still make room for dessert like it is a talent oh, yeah. Huh? yeah so I made a TikTok about it and it's kind of funny to see how many people resonate with that yeah and I mean it blew up overnight it got a million views because everyone's like yeah literally me I I will always eat dessert. Um, so it was, it's funny and it's, it's been a cool little journey with TikTok to see yeah. what I've done. I mean, I have to say like, so as I said, I watched every single one in preparation for this, um, because I'm nothing if not a great hype man. So yes, that. yes. Of um, but the creativity is so incredibly impressive. Like where did this does the inspiration come from are you just like walking around like you're like oh that's a tiktok oh that's a tiktok like um okay a lot of it is i'm on my phone constantly (laughs) so i need to be better about that but a lot of it was um it's been cool to i i like to do a lot of rugby posts because that's a kind of a niche you're trying to hit definitely um but so you know whatever i can come up with rugby but then i also just like to like i'm also i'm not just a rugby player i'm a normal person too so it's a lot of like trending and seeing what's trending. And sometimes I just will say my own things and do my own audio, which has been fun because um, it's it's a cool platform you where you can literally share whatever you want to. Yeah. Uh, it can just be you talking, the weirdest stuff. So it's been really cool. I think it was in, in Spain where I posted one video in our USA gear with Nicole. And then I was seeing like, okay, things are starting to kind of move. That's This is interesting. And so... I started doing more videos. Like we had a lot of time. So I was just posting constantly and like I was seeing the growth from there and I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty interesting. Like this is getting people to notice us. And so then I just like kept going with it because it's been an amazing platform to get people to be like, wait a minute, there's, there's women's rugby. We have a women's rugby yeah, team. Oh, exactly. I want to do this. Like, let me, let me get buy a Jersey. Let me do all this for you. So, um, I'm, I'm really using it as a way to kind of get us out there before the Olympics and to show, who you know the olympic u.s rugby team um people love to see you guys and some of my most viewed videos are with you guys so it's i i it's a lot of work but i do like it i think it's like a pretty i mean it's a pretty cool platform and i also think like it it combines like you know you you're great in front of the camera a and b you're fucking funny so yes. it's like a really great combination <laughs> of those two things for you. Like, I think it like, I think like, I'm not surprised that you blew up. I think we all knew it was coming. It was just like, <laughs> what video was going to be the one that blew yeah. up? Because yeah. like, it's like, it's just like, so up your alley in terms yeah. of like, both of those things. 
Um, first off, thank you, Kurt. You're absolutely right. And second, no, I'm just kidding. And um, second, I think it, I think it did work. Yeah, like it's kind of been fun to show my personality and show them who I am, just besides being a rugby player, and that I am, I, I like to have fun and I like to make jokes and stuff, and I also like to get dressed up, and um, I'm also, you know you know, show some of the athletic ones. Like I don't like conditioning often and I don't like this. And so, I mean, it's, it's a hell of, it's been a fun time and just going to continue seeing the growth and then see what we can do post Olympics as well with it. So, right. Does the fame ever get your head now that you're, you know, getting recognized on the street from TikTok? Yeah, constantly. No, absolutely. Um, uh, it, it's not really. It's been it's been cool to like get more followers on Instagram for sure, and just because that's as athletes who are in a very you know we're an emerging sport, mm-hmm. we don't get paid a lot, so we do it. You have to promote yourself. Like no one else is going to do that for you. Right. Um, and at times, you know, I don't really have the money for an agent or stuff like that. So you have to do it yourself, and so. Yeah, I'm taking pictures constantly. I'm doing TikToks constantly, but no one else is going to do it for me. So um, I'm doing what I can to kind of set myself up and to hopefully get, you know, brands contacting me and whatever. So, And it's working. Like, you're not only, like, promoting yourself. Like, as you said, you're promoting rugby and mm-hmm. like, just, like, growing the hype before the Olympics for all of us, which is really exciting. I, I can't say I'm too happy that I've now become the TikTok rugby girl, though. Like, uh, some of the teammates, some of the people have been like, oh, that that girl on TikTok who does the rugby. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> and I've been like, <laughs> other people have like talked to me and they're like, oh, yeah. And so now you do TikTok. I'm like, I do other things. Okay. <laughs> I'm not just a TikToker. I do also play rugby kind of well. Yes, it's very true. But like, and also a registered nurse. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That so, was one of uh, our other most popular <laughs> TikToks, I believe. Yeah, that one was a popular one. So I did go to college and I did get my nursing degree. And I uh, actually, w- during the summer of World Cup when I graduated, I was kind of studying for the NCLEX maybe once a week. Um, not that much. But then I passed my NCLEX in August at, back at home. And then I was like, well, cool, I have this, but... I'm going to pursue this Olympic dream. And so I'm super happy I finished college, super happy I got my degree because I feel like, you know, you and I both are, we have this this piece of paper, I guess, really, that says we've done something. So um, super, super excited about that. And I think it's just open doors as well. It'll open doors later in life too. Yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, I mean, but being in, like, you're a registered nurse, like that's that's an incredible job to have, like, down the line like you like yeah super have a fallback like it's not like yeah. like I have a political science degree and so like that'll maybe get me like a desk job somewhere but like you have something that you love like on the back burner for when like when you know rugby is over which is like really cool yeah and I have to thank my mom for that she's she's a nurse herself and I always wanted to go to med school and get like uh so I'd do like pre-med or bio first and then she's like well why don't you do nursing you can get a job immediately after college and I was like mm, okay and I'm just so thankful she did that for me because now I have uh, – it set me up. And I could would have graduated with just like a biology degree and then would have had to do, had to do something right. with it. Like now yeah. I can go to med school. I could go to PA school, NP school. But now if I wanted to, I could just go be a nurse and still make good money. So, Yeah, which is yeah, awesome. awesome. And it's like got to be a cool thing. Like you share rugby with your dad, but you share like having a nursing degree with your mom. Like that's got to be a kind of cool like – cool connection with both of them 
Yeah, it is. It's cool to see that like they they are both two of my biggest inspirations. So to have that both of a little bit of both of them. So yeah, just the just the combination of the two parents. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny though when you think about it. You're like, oh, like I'm a registered nurse, but like I tackle people for a living. Like, yeah, it's, I don't. It's, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's how that funny when out, you think about it. Uh, I like to think that um, you know in rugby. Our goal isn't to hurt people. Yes, I do have hurt people, but it's like, it's really just this sport about this competition and getting the ball back. And, you know, we tackle in the safest way possible. And mm-hmm. so I, it's, it is interesting because I love caring for people. I think I'm a very caring person and I love taking, you know, helping others. But I also do like running through people. <laughs> so... <laughs> I have to, yeah, I mean, I have to agree. Like, I think it's actually one of the best feelings is like when you break a tackle, it's just, you're just like, oh, you're mm. just like, I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, for sure. It's amazing. Um, I think, okay, I think that that does it for all the, the main questions, but we have some repeat questions that we're going to have to ask you. Perfect. So, I'm down. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one is going to be, who is one athlete in another sport that you'd love to compete against and see how you measure up? Um, I personally, I don't know if I want to compete against anybody because I'm convinced anyone would be better than me. So <laughs> like I, I just, there's like games where like athletes will go head to head on reality shows. I never want to do that because I don't need that to happen. <laughs> Uh, but I would love to actually just like train with a power lifter or train with an um, Olympic lifter because it's so interesting how strong they are. But like they're, they're, you know, we have to focus on fitness and strength, have a balance of both. Mm-hmm. But like you have the power lifters who are like just strength based. And so their fitness is so low. So I would love to train with them and just see like the differences because they would kill like a girl who's 50 pounds lighter than me that would kill me on bench press. But then I could go out and run. So much more than her. Yeah, 100%. So it's just cool that, you know, different sports have such different demands. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a session with Serena Williams sometime. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, hopefully I'll get famous on TikTok and then I'll send her a DM or something. But I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm in the stands for that one. Thank you very much. Okay. Got it. Yeah, Tammy's Tammy's a big tennis tennis fan and former tennis player. So Okay. I'll be there, Tammy. You're just going to explain all of tennis for me because I have no clue about any of that. Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) Um, Okay, and the last one. This one is for all the marbles. Biggest question that I'm going to ask. Ready? What do you love most about rugby? Honestly, I love the community. Um, I think rugby can connect you all around the world. Um, it connects you to multiple teams in the U.S. I mean, when I graduated college, like if I hadn't been to the the gone to the USA team, I think I could have gone to pretty much any city and found a rugby team and immediately had a community and friends there. Um, I think really some of the best people play rugby and some of the most loving, most kind, most social. Because, I mean, you've seen it after a rugby game. You go out there to, to battle and kill each other, but then afterwards you're sharing a beer and you're – So I think it's something that's so unique to our sport and it's so unique that also a women's sport that women are tackling same rules Mm -hmm. as men. Um, And I, you know, we're the same game there. There's definitely differences in our play, but it doesn't make one better than the other. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think, especially for me, like when I graduated college and like I was seeking a competitive outlet and like being around like competitive people again, like rugby was that for me. And like, it was an incredible community and it was, it was like, I'm so thankful to still be part of like that Boston rugby community because so much has come out of it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, first of all, like rugby changed my life, obviously, like it's not what I do for a living, but like... (laughs) um without like that boston rugby community like i don't i don't work out at flight and then if i don't work out at flight like i don't get connected with the free jacks and it's like so all these like it's just like it's all come from this like incredible rugby community so i do think that's a really special part about rugby yeah absolutely it's just like yeah that community that it creates love it but it's so special to hear it from you sort of like an outsider um standpoint and you just as from the community aspect, it feels like you just bring someone that's not a player into it so easily and seamlessly mm-hmm. and you embrace so much of that. And I just love hearing that. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing so much of it. Yeah. Thank you for having me on as well. This is awesome. I love blood, sweat and beers. Well, so that about does it for this episode of blood, sweat and beers. Thank you so much, Lo, for being here. Our funniest teammate. I hope everyone laughed at this episode because We had a good time recording it. So thank you guys. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Perfecto.